All right, Alexander, let's talk about the elections in Turkey, which will be taking place in about, I want to say about a week, maybe a, a little a little bit more, a little bit less. Yeah, I think it's about think, 10 uh, the, days. The 14th yeah, of May, actually. 14th of May. Okay, the, so the 14th of May. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the date. Um, and, anyway, tur- uh, elections are coming up, coming up in Turkey, and uh, the big news is that uh, Erdogan might be in trouble. Yes. He might lose these elections, and uh, he might lose to uh, Kemal Kilistaroglu. Kilistaroglu. Yes. yes. And uh, from what I understand... Uh, this party, led by uh, Mr. Gilistaroglu, is is actually six six parties that have coalesced under his main party. But um, he is ahead in the polls. Yes, he is ahead in the polls. And while the gap has closed, he still remains. O- over the past few months, the gap has closed, but he still does remain ahead in the polls. Yes. So what's, uh, what's yeah, going to happen? Uh, 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 up to now, I have tended to think that Erdogan was more likely than not going to pull it off. Um, over the last couple of hours, day day or so, looking at the situation, I, I am starting to think that Erdogan is really, for the first time, look, starting to look vulnerable. Um, he's got... Multiple problems. I mean, the ele- the economy has had many problems, as we know. He's kept inflation. Inflation has been very high. And though he's claiming that inflation is falling, it's in falling to, what is it, 50%? <laughs> you know, maybe better than 100%, but it's still... People in Turkey are still experiencing very high prices. There was the earthquake in Turkey a few weeks ago. Um, that was a major catastrophe. There's some criticisms of the way Erdogan responded to that earthquake and also blame attached to him for the fact that some of these buildings weren't built properly. And then there's the doubts about his health. I don't personally put too much credence on these. He seems to be, at the moment, campaigning quite actively in the towns around the Black Sea. But anyway, those those concerns are there. So, he's behind... He's having to work very hard. He's got all of the institutional support that comes from being president of Turkey, and not just president of Turkey, but, you know, president who's been there for a very long time and who shaped the political system around himself and who's known to be a pretty ruthless operator. He still has, or so it seems to me, a... very devoted following amongst a part of the Turkish people. But I can see now that he's starting to look vulnerable. Um, He hasn't managed to draw ahead, um, which if he was going to win, I would have expected him to start to do by now. Now, he's had one, one thing happen, which is, to his benefit, which is that The Economist in Britain has now come out with a massive cover saying Erdogan must go. So he's able to say this is the West, the Americans, the British, all these people are trying to interfere in Turkish elections. They're trying to uh, get him out of power, which is undoubtedly true. So he's able to play on that and play on Turkish people's pride and resentment of outsiders meddling in their affairs. 
starting to get the feeling that this might not be enough and that all the enormous advantages that he does have and the fact, as I said, that he's this charismatic leader. I think too much has happened over the last few years. That Decision-making has been too erratic. And as I said, he's, the economic problems have been too severe and the earthquake has done too much harm. And he's just not able to put all that behind him. So maybe he's still, he's, he's, he might lose. I hadn't thought it likely until this point. I'm starting to change my mind. All right. So what does a, what does a Turkey look like without Erdogan? What really changes? Because the collective West definitely wants Erdogan out. Yeah, absolutely. The United States, the Biden White House despises Erdogan. John Bolton, he's created an entire think tank devoted to uh, regime changing Erdogan. But what really does change, uh, especially in foreign policy, domestic policy as well, the economy, but foreign policy? Does anything change with, uh, with Turkey? Uh, does, does a new government, for example, allow, allow ships to enter the, the, the uh, Black Sea? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I this mean, is, is that the, a possibility. The, the, does Turkey does Turkey start sanctioning Russia, or does it does it keep its its position where it is? What about Azerbaijan, Armenia, Greece, Cyprus? I mean, all these things. Uh, do you do you think something could change, or do you see a certain area where something could change? There, right, I think the most likely consequence of a Turkish government without Erdogan is that it would probably be a fairly weak government. And that's the problem, because, it's, as you correctly said, it's a coalition of six parties. They're not always been very... worked very well with each other. Um, the opposition leader... I, I'm sorry, I haven't got his... I can't get his name right, so um, you, you, you've given it. He... <laughs> I've, I'm not uh, sure. Kilits Daroglu. Yes, Kilic I mean, how, how you pronounce that, I'm not, even, right going to, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. But apparently he's not a particularly charismatic figure. He's sort of soft-spoken. He's not seen as a very strong personality. So the, 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 risk, it's, the risk is that you could have a weak government that will drift. I don't think that it will want to change policy with Russia. Because, and of course, they've said that they don't want to do that because, from their point of view, the relationship with Russia is beneficial for Turkey. There's an awful lot of people in Turkey who benefit from having this strong relationship with Russia, and they're an important part of the political constituency. But they do want, I think, to try and calm tensions with all the neighboring countries, with Greece, with the US, with the EU, with all of those things. They want to revive Turkey's EU membership bid. The problem is, as I said, they might find it difficult to stay united. And they don't look to me like the kind of people who really are strong enough or united enough to deal with Turkey's problems. So Erdogan holds things together. Um, I'm not suggesting, by the way, that Turkey's going to fall apart or disintegrate. But I, I, I wonder whether a Turkey without Erdogan might become a more unstable Turkey again. Remember, it has gone through instability in the past. And, of course, 
Erdogan himself might still be there. I mean, he wouldn't presumably just disappear. And, you know, he might start, you know, eventually revive and, you know, pose an effective challenge to this uh, new government. So, well, 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 it's difficult to see, but I don't think they will want to change the policy on Russia. I don't think they'll move. They've said that they won't move towards sanctions on Russia. And I don't think they'll change the policy on um, entry of warships into the Black Sea because um, they want to stick with the Montreux Convention and that's apparently what it requires. Right. What about uh, Greece or Syria? Yeah. Um, uh, Azerbaijan, Armenia, the conflict there. What about Iran? Uh, BRICS. What about Turkey's drift east and drift towards BRICS? Do you think they'll get pulled back in the direction of yeah. the West and NATO, I, think they, I mean? I think they will, after a fashion, except that I think the one big exception will be Syria. I think this Turkish government, if it is elected, will be even more anxious to disengage from Syria than Erdogan himself currently is. I, I think that they've never been happy with that. Many people in Turkey for a long time have not been happy with that um, commitment, which is very much one that Erdogan himself drove. And I think that they'll want to basically get out of Syria even faster than Erdogan basically wants to get out of Syria. Now, the other things, the, you know, the, the idea of um, you know, building up alliances with um, um, Azerbaijan, with Iran in Central Asia, all of these things that Erdogan has been doing. I think that a weaker Turkish government led by a less forceful leader will probably not want to conduct those policies with anything like the same kind of energy. And of course, and we mustn't discount this possibility, if Turkey does drift back into the Western orbit, which it might do, then, of course, governments like those in Azerbaijan and Central Asia, which have been quite interested in working with a Turkey that is independent and seems to be drifting towards the BRICS, might decide that this isn't really the Turkey that they want to work with anymore. They won't want to work with Turkey in the same way if it is just a cat's paw for the West. So... Um, I doubt they will pursue that policy with the same kind of energy anyway. And I suspect that, as I said, if they drift into the Western orbit, which they might do, um, the steam will go out of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's leave it there. Anything else that you want to add? I just say this. I'll, I'll just say this, which is another thing to bear in mind, is that the Russians and the Chinese have been willing to cut Erdogan lots of slack huge amount of slack over many things, over Syria, over Central Asia, over the Caucasus. Um, a, a, pro, a more pro-Western Turkey will not be cut the same kind of slack by the Chinese and the Russians. And that might also affect Turkey's ability to project its influence into the Caucasus and Central Asia as well and um, might also reduce Turkey's ability to play a strong regional role. Um, it, Erdogan, whatever you may think of him, 
has established a strong relationship with Putin. It's sometimes been a contentious one, but it's a strong one. He's achieved the same with the Chinese, with Xi Jinping. You can't assume that he's his successor, whoever, you know, this person who might succeed him, would be able to do the same. All right, we will leave it there at thedurand.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Rockfin, Odyssey, Pitchute, and Telegram. And go to the Durand shop, 10% off, use the code. Good day. Take care.